taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress To the city point Giving him your best, nothing like the rest, passing every test You know he's the one, yeah Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress To the city point Giving him your best, nothing like the rest, passing every test You know he's the one, yeah Taking time to rest, time to refresh, no stress Yo, what up, City Point? It is so great to be able to be with you all today. We are launching into something different, but also something the same. We have, over the course of these last four weeks, we have been on our series entitled Cash Rules. There were four cash rules that we talked about. If you missed any of them, make sure you check out our YouTube channel or check us out on Apple or Spotify podcasts. Or check us out on our website to catch any of those previous sermons that were part of that Cash Roots series. But we're continuing in this vein where we are talking about finances because this year, 2021, is going to be hashtag million dollar year here at City Point Community Church. And so what I want to do for these next two weeks is talk about that right there. I want to talk about the million dollar year. I want to talk about the why behind why we're doing it. I also want to talk about the how around how we are going to accomplish it, right? So the million dollar year is million dollars for City Point to bring to fruition the vision that God has set out for this church for 2021. And then secondly, the million dollar year is about us growing our net worth, our collective net worth as City Point Community Church, as the family, as the people who make up this community, who make up this church, increasing our net worth by a million dollars. And in order to do that, we are going to be mixing our faith with our works our beliefs with our deeds. And so that's how we're going to get there. So I'm going to be spending this week as well as next week outlining for you principles from the Word of God regarding this as well as just straight up practical principles on on how we will be able to accomplish these goals and also the mindset shift that needs to happen in order to get there. So I want to go ahead and jump right into um, a word of prayer and then we'll jump right into the Word. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you so much for giving us this chance to um, to just look into your word today, to be encouraged, to be challenged around what it means, God, to, uh, to be better stewards over both our finances and also the opportunities that you have placed before us. I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you will go with us, that you will push us, that you will help us, that you will give us a mind to work. Um, to bring about this vision into fruition. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's look at Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. I'm going to be looking, uh, reading from the New Living Translation. It says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. As many of you already know, our goal this year is to raise $1 million to be able to execute the vision that God has given City Point and to be able to do it with excellence. But paired with that is our goal to also increase our collective net worth as a community of believers by $1 million in 2021. Now, let me be clear I am not a prosperity preacher. I do believe. 
that oftentimes Christians suffer unnecessarily and suffer unnecessary lack because we don't combine our faith with our works when it comes to money. And many of us, if we were to be honest about it, have been conditioned to suffer in this area. And so what I feel called to do is, in the tradition of Jesus Christ, say to those that are struggling with managing money and building wealth, take up your bed and walk. And so I'm going to be talking to y'all for the next two sermons about the million-dollar year. And as I talk about it, I plan to talk about both the why we're going to do it as well as the how as it relates to how we can do it. I want to talk both regarding City Point and how City Point as a church, like the strategy, the plan that we will invoke in order to make this a million-dollar year for our church, but also I am going to talk specifically around plan and strategy around how we can collectively make this a year personally, right, that we can increase our net worth by a million as a community. Let me start off by simply asking you this question. What's your vision for your life in 2021? What's your vision for your life in 2021? Do you want to become a homeowner in 2021? Is that a part of your vision? Do you want to become debt-free or get on the journey to becoming debt-free in 2021? Do, do you want to start a business in 2021? Do you want to have more time with your family, with your friends in 2021? What's, what's your vision for your life for 2021? Perhaps you've got some specific savings goals that you have, and you have prayed to God about it. They are a part of your New Year's resolution, and they have been a part of your prayer. You have been trying to be intentional about it. Maybe they are savings goals. Maybe your goal is to be able to be able to help more family members in 2021. Maybe your goal is to simply begin investing in 2021. What's your personal goal? Or what are your personal goals? What is your vision for 2021? If I were to talk for a moment about City Point's vision in 2021, is I would talk about the fact that we are going to become a digital first church in 2021. That means that as we think about what it means to do ministry and the best way to engage people through ministry. We think about the digital space as the first priority, right, and the first tool that we use to engage people through our ministry. I'll talk about the vision for City Point in 2021. I'll talk about the fact that we are building a five-member full-time team so that we can scale up City Point to the next level as it relates to digital content and engagement. I would talk about the fact that we're getting into developing our own devotionals and uh, submitting to the Bible app and to the Our Bible app and writing articles and developing short and long-form content for all ages and doing digital meetups. I talk about those things for the 2021 City Point vision, that we are taking uh, our ministry to the next level as it relates to kids, digital, and in-person Ministry. I, I would talk about the fact that we are investing in cinema-level camera equipment and professional uh, lighting systems for our church, and that we will be launching City Point TV, where we produce our own original web series in 2021, that we are investing in other things like digital uh, stage backdrops with rear projection, that we are expanding our facility, that we are Expanding City Point to double its uh, amount of square footage by taking on space on the, in the second 
uh, floor of our building so that we have more space to accommodate our kids and more space for our City Point loft business and more space to accommodate for office space. I, I, I would talk to you guys about the fact that the vision for City Point in 2021 is that this is going to be our first million dollar year. I would tell you that uh, our vision for 2021 is that we plan to be able to engage a lobbyist and a community organizer so that we can take our activism, right, our combining of Jesus and justice, right, to not only what we believe in our hearts and what I preach from the pulpit, but to actually crafting and developing and supporting bills and organizing around things so that we can see these things come to fruition. What a vision for 2021. I'd also talk to you about that our vision for 2021 is to be able to find six people who are not homeowners, who wish to be first-time homeowners, who are members of City Point, and that we, through our City Point Community Fund, will help them through down payment assistance for those who need it so that they can get over the hurdle to become first-time home buyers. 2021 vision for City Point. So you've got your vision. City Point has its vision for 2021. You've got your personal vision. You've got the vision that you are a part of as a part of this ministry. But I would say to you today that the common theme between your vision and the vision for City Point Community Church in 2021 is that the reality is we both need for all of our visions to happen. It's going to take some financial resources. We're going to need resources. And to get those resources... We're going to have to be strategic and also disciplined. And so the first key is a mindset shift. Y'all have heard me say this multiple times throughout this, that series, the Cash Rule series. You've heard me talk over and over again about the mindset. You've heard me say this multiple times. But if, if, if you are still subscribing to limiting beliefs, if you are still subscribing to beliefs that cause you to believe that your life will always be what it has always been, that yes, I do believe that good things happen, but good things don't happen to me. If you are subscribing to limiting beliefs, to status quo thinking, you will always continue to get the status quo. If your mindset remains on merely consumption, right? Money is simply a tool so that I can consume, so that I can buy more stuff, and so that I can consume all the way up to the margin. If you continue to think that way, nothing will change. If you're willing to shift your mindset, right, shifting your mindset into viewing the money that you receive as a blessing from God for, to be used as a tool or a weapon so that you can extract yourself, yourself from debt, to be used as a tool or a weapon so that you can begin to save money so that you can guard yourself against catastrophes that happen when emergencies happen in your life as a tool, as a weapon, so that you can be able to fight against the injustices that come up in the world or the hard times that fall upon people that you love. If you are willing to see it different, you can get unstuck from the status quo. So the first step is to believe different. First step is to believe differently. It is Joyce Meyer who, who has this um, this this rather popular phrase that she uh, has where she calls it stinking thinking. Truth of the matter is we have to get rid of that stinking thinking that would cause us to believe that the best we can ever have is what we've always 
forgotten. What does Roman chap- Romans chapter 12 tell us? It says, let God transform you into a new person by doing what? By changing the way that you think. Then you will learn how to learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Y'all, the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind is a very, very powerful thing. Your mind can convince you to work hard, and it can convince you to quit before you even get started. Your mind can make you feel like you are the greatest, but it can also convince you that you are the lowest. The mind can push you, and and the mind can convince you to stay in bed and not even try got to control the mind. Not only do I want to talk to you all about mindset, but secondly, I want to talk to you about the method. I want to talk to you about the method. So so we are talking about having a million-dollar year collectively, right, growing that worth by a million dollars. The question is how. How do we get there? I'll tell you how we'll get there. We will get there through mixing our faith with our works through mixing our beliefs and our deeds to collectively increase our net worth by a million dollars. That is the way that we will get there. There's so many people that today and last Sunday and the Sunday before that, the thing that they are praying to God about, the thing that they are trying to leverage their faith for is something that is related to money, something that is related to income, right? And they are counting on Jesus to fix it. I I just want to say that at some point we have to start mixing our faith with the very practical deeds that it takes to get the results that we need. Faith cannot stand as a proxy for discipline. Faith cannot stand as a proxy for hard work. As I said at the top of this sermon, I, I believe that my calling in ministry As I put it earlier, I believe that my calling in ministry is in the vein that Jesus said some 2,000 years ago to say to those of you who are finding yourselves lame, who are finding yourselves crippled as it relates to finances, take up your bed and walk. You got the faith part right. You got the faith part, right? You, you, you believe God. You, you believe that God is able, but, but the challenging thing is you don't believe that God is able to do it through you. And, and, and so you continue to limit yourself, and that's what I want to pick us up and pull us up from. And that's why I have this very ridiculous, big, outlandish goal that in a church of about 150 people that we are going to increase our net worth by a million dollars because I need you to start thinking differently. I need you to start thinking differently, believing bigger, and behaving differently. Because when we do it at the end of the year, when we meet it by the end of the year, your eyes will be open to different levels of possibility. And that's why we're thinking big. So let's talk about the practical stuff that we need to do in order to get here. Because faith without works is dead. We ain't just going to pray about it. We ain't just going to fast about it. We're going to pray and fast and do the things that we need to do, and God is going to meet us in the process, and he is going to breathe on it by the power of his Holy Spirit. So we're talking about net worth. We're talking about increasing our net worth. Let me talk about what net worth effectively is. So net worth is effectively the measure. Uh, it, it effectively measures the worth of your assets versus the amount of debt that you owe at any given time, right? It is 
the basic math. It is the pluses and the minuses. The pluses are the cash that you have, the assets that you own, like the vehicle that you own, if you own a vehicle outright. Um, or even a way to think about it is if you don't owe your vehicle outright, if your vehicle is worth 20000 and you owe 15000 then that is a $5,000 of equity, right, that you have in that vehicle. If it's the other way around, if you owe 20000 and um, it's worth 15000 then you have uh, 5000 in negative equity or it has reduced your net worth by 5,000. And so when we talk again about net worth, it is the pluses. What are the things that I have that are assets? But then you also look at the liabilities, right? The liabilities are, are the things that I owe, the things that I owe. So in some cases, we have um, assets that also carry liabilities with them. So take that car, for example, or take a house, for example. You may own your own home, but it is worth a certain amount, but then you owe a certain amount. So the, the amount that it's worth, that is your asset, but then you have to account for the liability side of it, which is what you owe on the house. So your net worth is when you calculate all that stuff up, all my pluses and all of my minuses, where does it leave me? For some of us, it leaves us in a place of negative net worth, right? Which, which is okay. It, that is the place where we're starting from, but we ain't going to finish where we started. So for some, it is a negative net worth. My, my pluses are not as much as my minuses. I owe more than what I actually, what I actually have in, in assets or in, in dollars uh, and in things that I own. For some people, your net worth may come out the other way around. My assets outweigh what I owe. But that is effectively what net worth is. What we are seeking to do this year is to do a $1 million swing, Right? So no matter where we are right now, individually, so if you are a person and your net worth, let's say you got student loans and some other things, maybe your net worth is negative 20000 right now, right? My, my, my push, my goal is for you to set a goal on how much you want to pay down your debt so that your negative net worth is smaller, right? So maybe by the end of the year, your goal is to go from being negative 20 to being negative 10. That's a $10,000 swing that you have contributed, contributed to this goal of a million-dollar increase in net worth at City Point. For, for somebody else, maybe your, negative, maybe your negative net worth is 50, and, and you want to um, reduce that, right? You want your negative net worth to be negative 30 by the end of the year. That's a huge $20,000 swing. And so you are contributing to this by getting on a plan, right? Patricia's been teaching this incredible class, Total Money Makeover. She's been showing us the methods to get ourselves out of debt. So you jump in, you get on that plan, you are disciplined, you work the plan, and as a result, you uh, eliminate $20,000 of your debt. You have contributed to this $20,000 swing, this, uh, this million-dollar swing. You have contributed $20,000 to helping us get there collectively as a church congregation. For some, they have a positive net worth. Maybe it's 20000 Maybe it's 50000 Maybe it's 100000 Again, in that example, we are seeking to increase, right, increase our net worth. So maybe I'm looking to go from 50 to 75, right? I'm looking to save more money. I'm looking to invest money, and that money is going to grow. I want to contribute to my retirement. Our goal is that collectively we're going to rise up and increase 
by a million dollars together. So he, here, is, here is one of the reasons that, that I think it is a good thing for us to do this together is one, I think we get a chance to leverage our community to encourage each other, right, to push each other. We may feel like in our own silo that I'm not doing a whole lot, right, just by paying off $5,000 worth of debt or $2,000 worth of debt. But when we recognize that we are a part of something bigger, right, that we are a part of a movement of people that are struggling together, that are striving together, that share the same goals, that, that, that share uh, the, uh, a common uh, theme for our lives for 2021, then we can encourage and we can push each other. We can pick each other up when somebody falls down or falls off, and collectively we will meet this big goal together. So I want to talk quickly about three ways, three ways for us to increase, increase our net worth, three ways for us to increase our net worth. I'm going to talk to y'all about a, uh, I want to talk to you about, um, I want to talk to y'all like about a platform that I think you should use that will be really great for you um, as well. So three ways to increase your net worth. Uh, one is to reduce or eliminate your debt. That is a guaranteed way to increase your net worth, right? If, if I owe you $5 and I pay you that $5 back, it is guaranteed that my net worth has now increased by $5 because that liability that I once had to you for that uh, $5 is now gone, right? That is guaranteed. That is a guaranteed way to increase your net worth. It is to eliminate debt. We've talked about debt. You can go back to our stack money sermon uh, to check that out from our past series. Um, we talked a lot about debt, the reason to get extracted from it. I'm not going to go into that deeply. I'm going to drop Proverbs 22 and 7 for y'all real quick. It says, the ritual over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Um, I am about extracting us from this place of bondage that debt places us in. And so one of the three ways um, that I want to talk about today to increase your net worth is through reducing or eliminating your debt. The second that I'll talk about just briefly is through increasing your savings. It's through increasing your savings. The Bible says in Proverbs 13 and 16, a wise person thinks ahead, a fool doesn't, and even brags about it. Savings, right? is a way for us to think ahead to the future and realize that things may not always be as sweet tomorrow as they are today, and to make sure that I am respecting that there are both mountains and also valleys in life, that there are high points as it relates to income, and then there are also some very difficult times, which are, we will call our low points. Savings is our way of taking some of what's happening in the good times and putting it away for a rainy day or putting it away so that we can um, purchase other things that we want to purchase in the future, right? We know we want to buy a new car in the future, so we start saving a little bit of money every month right now so that when it's time to make that move, we can go dip into that bank account and we can go to that car dealership or whatever and we can write a check and we can drive off with the car that we own rather than having to finance it, right? Savings allows us to do that. I'm going to talk to you real quick about a couple of saving strategies. Um, so one saving strategy that, that some people do is just automate 100 bucks a week. Automatically comes out of their account, goes into their savings account. 
I would even advise savings account in a different bank, right? An FDIC, FDIC insured bank nonetheless, but a different bank. So if I bank at Chase, maybe my savings is at Bank of America. Because I don't want to just easily be able to transfer money back from savings to checking just because there's a sale um, at Macy's or whatever your store happens to be, right? And so maybe it is a savings account at a different bank. And just an automatic transfer every single week. It's just $100. It's $100. Maybe it's just $50. Whatever that number is for you that is comfortable. But setting a strategy, automating it for that amount, Every week, just let that amount of money go um, into savings. Another uh, method of savings that I have advised a couple people, um, not like financial advice, but just like, hey, this is a way to think about it, is 100 bucks a month. Take that. If you've got children, take 100 bucks a month and invest it for your kids. Do it when they're really, really small. If you've got babies right now, it's a perfect time to do it. $100 a month. For some families, you won't even miss that $100 but just let it automatically go every single month, right? If, if they were born on the 12th of the month, every month on the 12th, right? If they were born, say, April 12th, May 12th, June 12th, every month on the 12th, just send that $100, send it into a mutual fund. You pick the company that you want, to, want it to go into and just continue to invest for your kids $100 every single month. When they turn 25, look at how big it is. When they turn 25, that money might be $60,000, $75,000, $100,000, and now that is money that you can give to them to start their life off with. Maybe they want to start a business. Maybe they want to buy their first home. Maybe, maybe, they, want to, maybe they want to start investing for themselves, but you have given them a new floor to start out, out in life with. Another uh, saving strategy is simply your 401k or your 403b at work, right? For some of you, your companies match it, and so by not contributing, you are missing free money. Some companies match the first 3%, so we're missing that free money. It comes out pre-tax. We don't even have to pay taxes on it. Perfect way to start engaging. If you don't know what a 401k or 403b is, do not be ashamed. Reach out to your HR person tomorrow and just say, I don't understand how this works. I don't know what any of this is. Can you explain it to me? Do not be ashamed of that. Let me say to you also, as it relates to any saving strategy that you decide to engage with, that for all of the strategies, automation is the key. Automation is the key to any of these strategies. The third way, um, the third way for us to uh, increase our net worth is through increasing the value in our investments. Now, this one is not like the first two. Reducing or eliminating debt, that's guaranteed to increase your net worth. Saving money, if you save it in not like under your mattress, but like if you save it in a bank that is federally insured, that is guaranteed to increase your net worth, right? That money is secure. Investing is not guaranteed. It, it is what's considered speculative. So you put money in, you try to select a wise investment with the hope of it growing, but there is a chance of losing even the principal. And so you need to be careful. You need to seek out financial advice um, from a qualified financial advisor um, as it relates to investing. But this is a third way. And some of you have been engaging in thinking through this. You're 
in the course with Carla and I, we've been talking about how to invest in real estate, sharing both our story and our experiences, as well as those that come from the book. Some of you are thinking about investing in stocks. Some of you are thinking about other things. That is also a way for you to increase uh, your net worth, potentially, because again, it is speculative, but it is through investing. Let me talk to y'all quickly about a platform, and then I'm going to segue into what we'll talk about next week, and then I'm going to get out of y'all way. So personal capital. I want y'all to check out this video real quick, and then I'll come right back and talk to y'all about personal capital. So we're going to roll the video right now. Welcome to the Personal Capital Dashboard. Link all your accounts for an up-to-date look at your cash flow and monthly savings. Track your portfolio, and with U-Index, combine the performance of all your holdings into a single number. Check your net worth for the big-picture perspective you need to meet your financial goals. You can even contact a financial advisor for a free consultation. The Personal Capital Dashboard is the clear, real-time snapshot you need to achieve financial health. Awesome, awesome. So, so the video shares a little bit. I'm going to share like how I have used, how Carl and I have used a personal capital. So we, I am not like promoting them because I'm getting any money back from them. But when I find a good resource that's helpful to me, I want to share it with you because it may be helpful to you and your family as well. Um, so here's a, a dashboard. We'll put up this graphic um, of like what the dashboard and personal capital looks like. And as you can see uh, in the dashboard, it allows you to get a snapshot of your net worth any given time, right? So you can log into the platform or the app at any, at any time, right? You can log in and you can see like what your net worth is in real time. In order to do that, you're going to input all kinds of information and, and connect accounts and, and all that type of stuff. And it will track like what's in your bank account. It will track like the balances on your credit cards if you have credit cards. It will um, track the increase in your retirement savings if you're saving for retirement. You can connect all those things into personal capital, your home, your, your mortgage, your, you can connect like your home through Zillow so that it's tracking the increase in value of your home, all that stuff. So you can get a, a good idea of your net worth and you can see it move. So this is going to be a cool thing, right? Because for those of you that are going to participate um, with CityPoint in increasing our net worth a um, million dollars collectively as a church community this year, what I would love for you to do, personal capital or find some platform that works for you or just good old pen and paper, you can do it that way. But get a snapshot, right, of what is my net worth like today? Even better if you can track back to what it was January 1st. And we want to use that as a benchmark so that when we do our tally, you know, in, in a couple of months, we can all look back, right, at like what our screenshot was or like what, what our mental snapshot was of where we were at that point and how much is our net worth increased at this point. And then we'll do another check-in in the, in the year. You don't have to tell us what your full net worth is, but just tell us how much you've increased. It'll be anonymous. You don't have to attach a name to it, but we're going to um, um, show progress as a church community and be able to come back and say, yo, in the first quarter, we've increased our net worth by $100,000. In, 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 in the second quarter, we have increased our net worth by $250,000. 
Um, but in order to do that, you have to find some way to be able to capture where you are currently and be able to track it as it grows. So check out Personal Capital. I, I definitely think that you will like it. It's been a blessing to us to be able to actually see um, how things are going uh, for us. So on next week, on next week, we are going to begin talking about the next piece of this, right? We talked about our personal growth. We want to talk about church, right? And the why around why we want to get there to, for this to be a million dollar year for City Point Church, and then also the how, right? And how, how we plan to get there and how you can come alongside and help us as we achieve this goal of a million dollar year for City Point. I want to close with this passage of scripture and, um, and I will see y'all next week as we pick this back up. Nehemiah 4 and 6 says, So we built the wall, and all the wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. Let me just say to y'all, as I close this sermon, the sky is the limit and the possibilities are limitless regarding what we can do if we come together, if we work together, if we support each other, if we believe in each other, and if we work together, if we have a mind to work. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, God, for pushing us uh, to be just good stewards over the money and the resources that you bring to us. I pray in Jesus' name that hearts and minds will have been touched. I pray, God, that we will uh, jump on the track, God, to believe that we can increase our net worth individually as well as collectively as a church. We know ultimately that we can make plans, but it is only you who establish those plans. We pray for your favor in the process. We pray that you will breathe on it by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. That's the word for today, y'all. Peace. Oh, yeah.